0: Chin and grin and say, "Oh, the sun will come out tomorrow. tomorrow." So you gotta bet your bottom tomorrow. dollar that tomorrow is the fucking NFL draft. You know what? I don't give a shit about tomorrow. Bet your bottom dollar that tomorrow. I'm probably not going to be watching the draft. All right, that could be a lie. Tomorrow is the NFL draft. There is absolutely nothing going on in sports because we're all in quarantine. So everyone needs to make a huge deal out of this. Everyone makes a huge deal out of the draft every single year. And I absolutely cannot stand it. I think it's one of the most boring things ever. It's like when people talk about contracts. And it drives me fucking insane in football when you think, oh, this guy's a free agent, uh, free agent, you know, corner, for example, and we need a corner. We don't have a corner. Both our corners suck. We should draft them. And you tweet that or not draft them. Sorry, he's a free agent. But you say, let's pick up this corner. Let's pick up this guy. You know, our corners suck. And someone comes back and they say, well, you know, he's a dead cap hit. On his rookie contract from uh, third year carryover, and the Washington Redskins still have an option on him. And I'm not sure if we can afford to uh, swap out compensatory picks for him. What the fuck are you talking about? It's like we're doing nuclear rocket science to trade a guy or do some sort of bullshit with a free agent. Claim him off waivers, but the waiver wire is coming down to the last minute, and we're going to get a compensatory pick. What is a compensatory pick? Where does that come from? How are there are there only so many teams in the league, so there should only be so many picks, but some rounds have more. I don't know. I don't get it. Anyway, the draft is tomorrow. Uh, mock drafts. All the people online who do mock drafts. I understand that we're in quarantine. Maybe we're a little bit light on content. I don't give a fuck about your mock draft. I just got done explaining how I hate the regular draft. I think it's super boring. Remember when it used to be, was it all on the same night? I think it was all, it all used to be in the same night. And it was 20 minutes a pick or 15 minutes a pick. That was terrible. It was like seven hours long. Who gives a shit? So your mock drafts are fucking stupid. Why do I give a shit? I don't care if Mel Kuyper offers to feed me ice cream and give me a blowjob while telling me about his fucking mock drafts. They're never right. No one's ever fucking right on them. And it doesn't matter. Like, why do I give a shit about Mel, who Mel Kuyper thinks the fucking Denver Broncos are going to take with their 117th pick overall? God, that shit is so fucking irritating. Anyway, uh, the th- and here's, here's another thing that actually... Really fucking grinds my gears. People do redrafts now, which is even dumber. Are you fucking kidding me? The draft sucks. It is fucking boring. Yes, I understand there's nothing else going on. But fuck you. It's not fucking football. It sucks when we're not in a quarantine. I'd rather be watching NHL playoffs right now. But people do redrafts. and You see these articles all the time on social media. We redrafted the 2016 NFL draft. See who the top five picks are. Why? Why would we fucking ever do that? The only intriguing part of the draft is the fact that people, when you pick them, you don't know if they're going to be good. You don't know if they're going to be bad. You can pick a Tom Brady in the sixth round. You can pick an Antonio Brown in the sixth round or whatever, and they end up being good. So why do we need to go back and redraft the fucking 2016? See who the top five picks were. Why don't you just make your article, who were the best players from that draft? Or who are the biggest booms and the biggest busts? At least that's interesting. Why do we need to go back and redo it? It's fucking stupid. Anyway, this year, everything's going to be digital. Everything's going to be online. Which is going to make it even less palatable. Because, I mean, if you watch... I don't watch late night shows. Uh, I don't really ever watch TV. But I've seen some clips. And, I mean, content is just Brutal. Watching people have Zoom chats, watching conferences go online, watching interviews that are online instead of in person, like all that shit. All that shit sucks. The NFL draft is only going to be worse. And the Steelers don't even have a first-round pick. So tell me, why should I give a shit about the draft tomorrow? We do have Minka Fitzpatrick, who we traded our first-round pick away to Miami for, I don't see the Steelers trading up. Um, I think we need some help on our offensive line, which hopefully we can find in. Do we have a second round pick? I don't even I think we have a late second round pick. Uh, So I don't give a shit about this draft. And Steve wants to do radio tomorrow covering the draft. Fucking shoot me. Could anything be more boring? Maybe covering a video game of Madden is more boring than that. Um, I don't know, though. It's going to be close. The draft is fucking stupid. Redrafts are stupid. And for the love of fucking God, can you stop doing mock drafts? Sorry for my language this morning. It's 9 a.m. Uh, other big news in the NFL. Gronkowski is back. That big floppy dumb bozo who couldn't make the tackle during the Miami Miracle is back in action. I posted a video last night clearly joking. People just don't understand humor online. It's like, uh, you see those accounts. There's like, uh, the guy's like a three year letterman coach and he just gets so many people or McNeil from Cleveland. When he posted that everyone in Cleveland was out to March against COVID the March to end COVID. And it was just a picture of the Cleveland, uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers parade and all these fucking people who just don't understand anything it's all coming back i'm about to make the motto of the jagoff podcast everyone online has an opinion but should they anyway um i posted this video of gronkowski last night i said it was him trying to make the tackle on the miami miracle and obviously he's just too slow to keep up with a running back he's 6 7 uh probably doesn't have the greatest hips ever he's not a defensive back and some guy i i i posted Remember Gronkowski's last play in a Patriots jersey. Obviously, that's not his last play. That was in the middle of the fucking season. I don't even think that was his last season. Or maybe it was. I don't know. But um, some guy comments, uh, his last play in a Patriots uniform was him winning the Super Bowl. What are you talking about? And I went, no, dummy. I'm talking about his last play on defense. Like, of course. Oh, it's his last play on defense. In other words, I'm, it's clearly a joke because he's only ever played one fucking play on defense. Um, this all takes me back to a story, story time. So I remember this: we were at the old AJ Palumbo Center, which I don't even know if that's still there anymore. Down, down there, up in the hill, and uh, I had to have been maybe nine. My dad took me there. So this would have been like right around 2000. This was before they did renovations to it. I, I think they just knocked it down. I don't even know what the hell is there now. It's just constant construction there, like everywhere else in Pittsburgh. There's two seasons in Pittsburgh. Traffic. Around, no, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase. There are two seasons in Pittsburgh. One is winter. We're in that, but hopefully we fucking Pittsburgh gets its shit together and we get out of that. The other is road construction. So just remember, every year when you're praying that winter will end, road construction season is just getting underway. And sometimes I fucking prefer winter, to be honest. But um, so we're down with the Palumbo, and my dad's like, "Oh, you know, let's let's do let's take a nine year old to this uh, basketball arena, and let's watch the the high school basketball championships," which. It's like the NFL draft. Who in their right mind would want to sit there and watch that? Uh, And so my dad says, yeah, you know, let's take a nine-year-old to the AJ Palumbo Center and we'll sit and watch three back-to-back-to-back high school basketball games for the Whippio Championships. And as nine-year-olds tend to do, I just, you know, didn't stay in my seat at all. In fact, I just wandered around the entire time and... As I was wandering around, uh, I noticed there was another little boy wandering around. He probably wasn't nine. He was probably a couple years older than me. And this kid was fucking mean mugging me. This kid did not like me. Uh, I don't know what was the deal with this kid, but uh, he, (laughs) for some reason, didn't like my face, didn't like the way I was just walking around, you know, minding my own business. I don't know. Maybe I did start some shit with him. But anyway, I just remember it was this little, he, he, he might've been like 12 or 13. Um, I don't know if he was like from the Hill or something, uh, but he was a mean motherfucker and he, uh, we go, I go into the bathroom to take a pee or whatever. And this kid just beats the living shit out of me. And, uh, I don't know why, I don't know why, but, uh, That was the first time I ever got my ass kicked. Wasn't the last time I ever got my ass kicked, but that was the first time I ever got my ass kicked. I was nine years old. Uh, The fight broke out from the the bathroom into the hallway uh, where people began cheering. It was like people were cheering for this fight between what I imagine was a 12-year-old and a nine-year-old. The 12-year-old punched me in the top of the head a lot. He must have fucked up his hand, though, now that I think about it, because that was the first time I'd ever been in a fight. My go-to move for the first time having ever been in a fight was to just duck my head and basically put my arms out and try to stop as many blows as I could. The kid hit me in the top of the head quite a few times. I had a big knot on my head. I was crying. My shirt was fucking ripped. The security guard broke it up. I guess he kicked the other kid out. I don't know what I don't know what the kid's problem was. Uh, I must have did something to piss him off. But, uh, man, he was a tough little motherfucker. I wonder what that kid's up to today, honestly. I, I wish him all the best. Because he taught me a great lesson, which is... Don't fuck with 12-year-old kids from the hill when you're not. Uh, that's a good lesson to, to teach your kids. And have them learn it the easy way. Because I had to learn it the hard way. So, uh security guard takes me back to my dad. My dad's like, what the fuck? You know, you should have just sat here next to me and watched six hours in a row of high school basketball, which is an absurd thing to request a nine-year-old do. Um, so we came home and I think my mom was kind of pissed because I got beat up. And, uh, and that was that, that was the first time I ever got my ass beat. It was the first time I ever felt like that adrenaline, you know, how you get that adrenaline rush where you kind of, you kind of like black out, you don't really know what's going on, but time also slows down, but speeds up at the same time. Uh, That was the first time I ever had that. I did get beat up again, actually, uh, once. I'm trying to think if I've ever been beat up a third time. I think I have not been beat up a third time, Uh, although Trout from Trout's Forecast, head on over to DjangoSports.com. Trout just wrote an article for us. Uh, Trout did give me a nice black eye in college, uh, but I ended up choking them out and winning that fight. And that was just like a friendly tussle between friends. I don't know how much adrenaline was going at that point. Uh, cause we were both pretty drunk, but, uh, and that was, you know, over 10 years after, but I did get beat up again. This one time in middle school, I, uh, I used to always shit on the soccer kids. So I'm a pretty big asshole. Uh, that's like my MO. There's probably a ton of people that hate me from high school. And, uh, You know, big shout out to them. want to apologize. But, you know, get in line because there's probably people that hate me from adulthood too, honestly. Um, And so I used to always shit on the soccer players for pretty much no reason other than they weren't playing football. So football and soccer, football and men's soccer are in the same season. And we would always practice on fields right next to each other. So we would be, you know, walking out of the locker rooms together ending our practice together, uh, you know, just seeing each other in general after school. And there was this kid, his name was Nate and Nate, I think got held back maybe six times because he looked like he was 29 by the time he was a sophomore in high school. He was bald. He was bald as a sophomore in high school with a full beard. And Nate wasn't a small guy. Uh, Nate was actually, he's a great guy. I don't mean to, uh, you know, throw shade as the kids say nowadays, but um, you know, we ended up making up after this incident, but I used to always talk shit on Nate and all the other soccer players and say they were huge pussies because they played soccer and we were men and we were tough because we played football. And uh, you know, I pretty much yelled this from a distance and knew that it would never really turn into anything because I was with my boys, you know, I'm with the football team. I'm not going to I'm not going to fucking. What are we going to have? An inner squad rumble between the soccer players and the football players? That's not going to happen. Well, uh, lo and behold, about a couple weeks later, after talking all my shit, uh, I see Nate and I'm not with my boys. I'm at the mall. Well, I'm with a couple of my friends, but they were like my skater punk friends. They were not, they had no skin in the game of the football versus soccer beef. So uh, I run into Nate. And Nate says, why don't we go outside? And I'm thinking, fuck, I definitely don't want to go outside and fight Nate right now because not that I'm a small person. Uh, Nate was older though. And Nate was, uh, not small. And so I didn't want to go outside at this point. I think I was in middle school. I must've been sixth grade, maybe seventh grade. So, you know, not much older than the time I got my ass kicked when I was nine. And, uh, so we end up going outside. Uh, I didn't think anything was going to happen. And my buddy gave me his belt. He had like one of those punk studded belts with like the metal studs on them. Not, not the pointy ones, but like the flat ones. Uh, and I was like, all right, well, you know, I can use this as a weapon potentially, which was an awful idea. This is the second lesson I learned. Number one, don't fight black kids from the Hill District because you will get your ass beat. Number two. Don't use belts as a weapon in a fight because it's really ineffective. Um, And so I hit Nate with a belt. Didn't do anything to him. He basically just shook it off. In fact, it made him angrier. Uh, We went to the ground. I think I might have gotten like one good punch in or not. Probably not. Actually, I'm just making that up or I'm just saying that to make myself feel better. And then he proceeded to uh, just punch me in the face like 12 times. Uh, without any defense from me on the bottom. So that was the second time I got my ass kicked. Um, and I, I think it was the, I'm thinking it was the last time I got my ass kicked. I've been in some really good fights, like more into my adulthood, but I think I'm pretty sure I got my ass kicked twice real bad when I was a kid, uh, which isn't the worst thing ever. In fact, I think everybody, I think every kid should get your ass, like you should get your ass kicked. Um at least once i think that's a good lesson to learn and, and twice actually isn't isn't bad either um but and it's not as bad as you think like getting beat up yeah like getting in a fight in general sucks because the day after it's like even if you win you're like you're fu- your knuckles are fucked up your clothes are ripped you got scrapes all over it's not like this clean like oh you know i i sticked and dodged and punched him and hit him with a jab and then he fell on the canvas it's not like that at all it's rough and dirty and your shit gets fucking messed up your clothes have holes in them you're scraped all over the ground it's like falling off your bicycle basically except you take more blows to the face and to the to the eyes and shit um and so anyway uh so nate beat me up and then we ended up becoming buddies after that. I never talked shit on soccer players again. Um, soccer players, some of them are tough. What can you say? Especially old man Nate. Now that I'm going off on fight tangents, apparently old man Nate had two girls. Uh, he was dating one of them, I think. I don't know. I don't know the details, but he had two girls fighting over him in high school and um, Like a physical girl fight in high school, which was rare for my school. And uh, Nate was laughing and filming it. So I don't know, Nate, if you're out there, send me the video. I'd love to uh, take a look at that. Anyway, um, those are the times I got my ass kicked. Uh, The first one started at the Plumbo. I don't know why I was thinking about that this morning, but I figured I'd let the audience know. Rumors out there that the Ravens are going to sign AB. AB. Now, I know we are in this era of there's nothing going on, so let's fucking make something out of nothing, but I pray that the Ravens sign A.B., please, please sign A.B. Baltimore because, I mean, I don't have to explain why. Please just sign A.B. That's going to be a short little note on that, Um, and that's pretty much it for today. This is... The Jaguar Sports Podcast. I am Evan. Uh, Thank you for rocking and rolling if you're out there listening and uh, try and do these a little bit more consistently. I'm thinking about adopting the Eli Krebs model where I just uh, come on and rant and rave for, you know, anywhere from 20 minutes to a half hour. And then, uh, you know, we figure it out from there. I'm not strictly sports. I like talking about different shit. I like talking about getting my ass kicked. I like talking about uh, funny things that happened. Yesterday, I talked about trannies and um, the the tranny who gave me a lap dance in Bangkok. That's a classic story. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll maybe I'll talk about a little bit more of some crazy travel stories. Um, if you enjoy listening, um, you know you'll get more than just sports coverage out of me. So head on over to jagoffsports.com. Become a Jagoff Sports Insider. You will get the Jagoff Insider Zine, or the J-I-Z Jizz for short. We do an Instagram hottie of the week. She is a Pittsburgh gal. She is hot, and she has a public Instagram. So for all you creeps out there, and for all you ladies who just want to know, hey, what do the guys think of the ladies out there on IG? What should I be doing to get more likes on my Insta? You can join, and you will get it not weekly because we fuck it up and uh, the guy Dan who's supposed to do it is a total clown, the biggest idiot at Jagoff Sports. Um but I keep him around so I can basically have someone to blame when the when the weekly newsletter doesn't go out. Uh, big shout out to everybody who joined the Jagoff Insider Zine mailing list. We had a quite a jump in subscribers because of the article I wrote about um about Triangle Bar and Grow. Head over to Triangle Bar and Grill. Get yourself a sandwich. I might do that this weekend. I'm uh, I'm feeling pretty good about that. Uh, I had someone send me a picture of one after they read my article, and they said that it was amazing. I think Triangle is so so good. Um, but I talked about it already yesterday, so you don't want to hear me talk about shit that I already talked about yesterday. That's a wrap. NFL draft is tomorrow. Tomorrow, I love you. Tomorrow, you're only a day away. (laughs) Sad. It always cheered me up. Eleanor. Just thinking about tomorrow clears away the cobwebs and the sorrow till there's none when i'm stuck with a day that's gray and lonely i just stick at my chin and grin and say